Hi, and welcome to the Moms in Business podcast. I'm Jade. And I'm Allison. We are two moms navigating the working world, and we wanted to create a community where moms in business can share and learn from one another and validate that you are doing a... Hi, and welcome back to another Moms in Business podcast, where today tis the season of giving, and we are all doing it wrong. We are going to discuss exactly how and what to buy for kids in all age groups for Christmas. And doesn't that give you anxiety as a mom? Because <laughs> so that, that whole statement just gave me anxiety. <laughs> so, so have you all done the test of five language, love oh, languages? Yeah. The five love languages, absolutely do it. If you haven't done it yet, you 100%. Yes, it'll help you in your relationships with you and your spouse, with your friends, with your kids. I think they have like four books now for it. But yeah. So um, plug five love languages if you want to sponsor us. We would totally support you. But one of the love languages is gift giving. And so you love giving it. But I think that that ranks high up on my list. But with that comes anxiety because then I overthink it. So then I'm like, oh, is she going to like it? Um, is this her style? Or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think way too much and just buy the dang gift. Right. And, and if they don't like it, that's unfortunate. Like, but I should not stress over it. Like if you and I were to go back and forth, it's like, okay, you spent $50, but I only spent 20 Like then you have this whole thought of like, Oh, God, she thinks more than I think or whatever. Yeah. So now with kids, I'm like, oh, is that enough? So then I overbuy and then I get it out. And I'm like, my three-year-old does not care about a bathing suit, but I'm wrapping that bad boy up. (laughs) So, um, yes, the season comes with a lot of anxiety. It comes with a lot of budgeting. Like, do we have the money for it this year? You know, COVID hit some people a little bit differently. So Mm -hmm. just know you are doing great and your kids are going to love whatever you do for them. And it's all about the memory making. They're not going to remember that mom bought me a... See, uh, I don't even remember. A bathing suit, a pair of shoes, pair of socks, like the Barbie doll that she didn't really want. Like, no, no nobody's going to remember that except for the one time that my mom got me the wrong notebook. But it's fine, mom. So the <laughs> so the um, biggest question here is, are you successfully budgeting? Are you successfully coming over the anxiety? Are you really able to just like lean into the holiday spirit and be happy about what you're doing? Or are you just feeling anxious the whole time? We're here to help. Yeah. Or try to. I'm not anxious about it. I just keep buying, unfortunately. So, um, and that's why I I laugh when people, they start so early at Christmas shopping and then they get done. I'm like, how are you going to get done? My kid changes what they want every five seconds. Or, and then if I'm done, well, they need this, so then I keep buying. So I can't do that early shopping thing. So I have right. to do that, like, really crunch time. But supposedly this year, the crunch time, like, shipping's going to be so bad this year that we should have already had it done. Is that... I've heard this, but I'm also a realist. And, like, is that a plug just to buy stuff? It's working. <laughs> it's, I haven't started yet, so... But it's working for other people. I don't know. That's going to be my plug to buy local because if you go to, I'm a craft show person, so go to those and get some gifts that way so you don't have to worry about shipping. And then you're helping the yes the local mom or person, you know, that you're trying to make a little money. Definitely. So, so going into more of the, the budgeting side and just how you kind of lay out what your holiday season budget looks like. What, how do you prioritize it? Like, how do you, how do you even start with that? I don't. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a work in progress. So any of you that have ideas. I have asked some moms, like, okay, so especially when you get multiple kids, you know, are you budgeting a dollar amount? I think my mom always did a dollar amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and by the way, if you're in listening to us with kids around, so you might oh, want to yeah. earmuffs because we're just going to openly talk about Santa here. Yeah. So, 
Santa is a hot topic <laughs> in this podcast. Um, so if it's a dollar amount, which usually will work out, like, so are you counting the number of gifts or is it, okay, we did this dollar amount, but then when I put the piles, Susie over here looks really slim over him. So then again, your anxiety is working like over time. So right. if anyone has any, um, fun ways they do it, let us know. Cause yeah. I'm always willing to, like, I do think that way. dollar amount is the easiest way to do it because then as the kids get older you can up their dollar amount you know if they want the xbox or playstation or whatever and then like the younger kids they don't know any different they don't know what money is so you know getting them three or four toys compared to like the big playstation it's going to mean more to the little Mm -hmm. kids so that's just my personal opinion all right so next question rap or no rap okay so as of right now i'm a complete rapper i rap everything but you brought up a really great point before we started shooting. And now that I have a kid, I'm like, oh, gosh, we love Santa. So Santa can rap. He has elves. I know. But, like, <laughs> how cute. Okay. So tell us. What, what do you do? Tell us what you do. My mom. So I am one of three. And so we always had our own wrapping paper. So, like, literally, we would walk down and you'd find your pile. And so she'd always put our stocking with our name on it in front of our pile. And so that separated us kids in the mess. And so now my sister and I, our husbands laugh because they now know this is what we will do. Um, Traditions carry on. And so we have our own wrapping paper and we're very strict on it. But I think it's good. It keeps separation. I Um, feel like that would be like cute on Christmas, just like taking pictures and stuff like that. You're like next I'll pull up my piles. It's pretty cute. Yeah, Um, that's that's really cute. Okay, so we're probably going to adopt some of your things as we go along here because this is my first Christmas with an actual light kid. He was a week old last Christmas. I think the wrapping for me makes sense because if you don't, that's part of the fun for me is like watching my kids open it up and like tear through the wrapping paper. Yeah. I feel like, and if you're a non-wrapper, no judgment, I just feel like if they walk down and they see their pile from Santa, then they just start playing with it. And there's no like anticipation of that's what's in the box. Point. Yeah. So even though I might curse myself when I'm wrapping all of these things, uh I got to keep with wrap. And I think, too, like, some things you don't necessarily wrap. Like, if it's your kid's kind of year to get the bike, are you going to wrap the bike? No, probably not. You're going to bring that out last. Just like, I mean, just, like, basic traditional Girl, we had the whole big Mercedes car last year for Reese and Reagan, mainly because my husband wanted it. But we wrapped that with bags. Like, yeah. <laughs> like we still found some way to wrap that That's thing That's really up. funny. I love that. So I love that. Um, But, yes. So, I got to start wrapping probably now. Well, see, I'm, we're, now we're both just kind of like, what are we going to do this mm-hmm. year? Now we actually won't know because we're talking about it. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about gifts. So we all know, and if you look at my house, we have too many toys. So what are some alternatives that we can do that kids will enjoy, but we're making some memories and not number, just buying some toys? Number one is just activities. Buying, even like not for just your kids, but buying for other people's kids is an activity that the whole family can do together and thinking about what that family likes to do too. I mean, like if your love language is not gift giving, then you might not go this far into the thought process and that's okay. Totally fine. Just if you want to give this much thought, think about this. I know that you all like to do things together and on like a nightly basis and having the kind of jobs that you all have, having something to do every night is really nice. So I'm probably, if I was to gift, going to do something where you guys could do something together on a nightly basis, you know, and then for us, we don't, we don't have three kids. So 
it'd probably be better for us to get an activity that we could do on the weekend or something along those lines. Yeah, so they everybody has some creative ideas. I wish I had been the one to think up these subscription boxes, oh, yeah. but they're awesome because if you look at their, I don't know, there's so many now. There used to be like one or two. Now there's so many, mm-hmm. but they're age appropriate. Mm-hmm. You get them. So we did um, Kiwi Company is the one I've done for Reese. Um, I canceled it a little bit ago, and now I need to. I like to. It's like your um, Stitch Fix. Like skipped another one and see what it's Come all about. Um, but she loved them, and it was an activity. And she calls it her activity, and she's like, "Can we do one?" And it was Mom and Reese time. We did that, and so then Kyle would take the other kids to where that got us. She's gonna remember doing those box activities more than like a Barbie mm-hmm. that we got, you know? Exactly. So um, my nieces a couple years ago, they're big into baking, so I did the Kidster one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and you don't have to buy like the annual subscription. Like you don't have to do like twelve months because that's gonna be pretty expensive. Right. Just right. buy the teaser one month or two months and just do one time cost yeah. and then be done. So I think. Those things go a long way over just buying some kind of toy. Definitely. A box that I've looked into and never actually dove into, never actually subscribed to, was the Love Every Box. It's for kids that are younger. So I think like 0 to 24, 36 months, something along those lines, where they it's developmental toys that help them as they progress developmentally. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was a really cool thing that we just – we never ended up doing totally would have though and would definitely gift it to someone who was fresh having a baby. Another good thing too is I have a friend, he has nieces and nephews that don't live in town. So he goes every year down there and they have like a yes day. And so that's kind of like his present is they get to go do. So I did that with my sister. We did that with our niece. She turned 10 and we took her just to dinner and shopping. So we bought her things, but we did it with her. And so now she had a ball. We had more fun probably than she did. But so if it's with for a cousin or for a niece or nephew, plan a day date with them and just give them a coupon for it for down the road or yeah, something. That's the perfect uh, next one that we were going to talk about. So we talked about activities, subscription boxes, events over stuff. And yep. a yes day is a perfect example of an event. It's not necessarily that you're buying them tickets to the opera. <laughs> it's that you're taking them and do taking mm-hmm. them and go, doing something with them. Um, if you're local to Northern Kentucky, there's a couple cool ones that are newer. Um, there's a new place called Nailed It Studio in Alexandria. So I, I forgot the names of the places that do like the wood boards where you paint. So I think Nailed It, it takes it a little bit further for kids. Like they actually use hammers and nails and like they're putting more, they're building more. Mm-hmm. And then they come out with something that they've made. So Which is so cool. Out. Like how, how many times do you miss your kids actually like putting something together with their hands just because they're putting something together on the iPad, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with with all that, there's there's plenty of events that you can go and and do to include buying like memberships, mm-hmm. which would be like a membership to the zoo if you've got, you know, a lot of kids. Like if you have 3 kids, I might not get you like all the zoo memberships, you know, that's a whole budget thing. But I definitely would like contribute to your zoo membership or to which one? Yeah, the aquarium, the children's museum, things like that, where you can just go and use that on the weekends when you're just like ready to use it. I think that's a good grandparent gift. So, hey, grandparents. <laughs> yes, that's gift a beautiful us, Gift us parents those annual memberships because it only takes, I think, one or two times to make your money back on them. And just having that membership. It's not so stressful of going. Right. We parents love those gifts. 
Definitely. Because that's a, that's a decent expense that we would love to pass off. Everybody knows this. We would love to pass off that expense to somebody else. Because we want our kids to enjoy it, but it's like, geez. Yeah, <laughs> right? definitely. <laughs> All right. So you, this is your first year with really a baby. Um, mm-hmm. So your husband probably still buys you presents. Right. Uh, yes, we have kind of gotten off the train a little bit, but I, th- I think we'll still gift each other this year. Um, well, we've kind of, if we bought something in the past, it's been like, okay, get me this and then wrap it up. So we're very, we're gift givers, both of us, but I don't think we much as like want or care to get it back. Mm-hmm. So, but we did start this a couple years ago with Reese and then last year with Reagan too. So we'll take our kids um, on a day activity, and so Kyle will take the girls to shop for me, and I'll take the girls to shop for him. Um, and it's it's they love it. Like it's just a great like they love kids love to give just as much as us adults, and so they get to pick something out, and then they're super happy. Reese is bad with secrets, so she's like trying to tell me what it is, like you know. So, but that's one tradition we've started with our kids that we really like that I think it's more fun to get something yeah. from your kids that they picked out. And it's totally like dual purpose. You have an event day with your kid mm-hmm. and they get the joy of gifting to somebody else mm-hmm. and then, you know, keeping the secret. That's like a whole thing. And yeah. I, I love it. Totally multifaceted. Yeah. But a lot of that kind of leans more into the money as well. So let's say that you've got a large family like we have. And sometimes, like, we do several different things for our family. Number one is we pick a cousin. Whatever tier you're on in the family, you pick a cousin or brother or sister or whatever. And that's the only person that you're buying a gift for. Do you get to pick it or do you draw the hat? Draw Draw it out of the hat. And... So that's one way to save on the money for like a big family. But then you think about all the little babies that everybody's having, which is where we're at now. We've got like six grandbabies now or something like that. And that's that's a lot to purchase for. So I think it's a matter of budgeting accordingly and then also just sticking to whatever the parents asked. Yeah. You know, if they're not asking for something big, don't feel like you have to get something big. And don't be scared to just give money. Put a little money into, you know, the card, give it to them and say whatever you think that they need, whatever you want to pay it towards. If they're looking to build, you know, we're thinking about getting a big playset next year. We're probably going to have a little jar or whatever that says playset fund. Help me buy this big playset for my kid to play with for years and years to come. And that's totally fine. That's what the that's what the donation's for. You know, mm-hmm. same gift giving concept there. Just a little bit less thought, but it's not less. It's not thoughtless. It's just less anxious. Yeah, I think you have to draw the line there when you get too many kids like that. Like, if, they're, mm-hmm. if they've got their parents and then even grandparents can go for it, but, like, you get that many cousins. Like, hey, let's just get together and have a good time. Exactly. That <laughs> like, could be a good, Then we like, could do a ornament making or some kind of activity for the kids, and yeah. then, but it's not gift-giving. Like, yeah. set that standard quickly because that'll get out of hand. <laughs> we'll probably have to have that talk. And speaking of budgeting for all of this, we usually set the budget as a family on Thanksgiving. So the budget for cousins is whatever, 50 bucks. And then from there, we kind of just like set the precedent for how else Christmas is going to go. And then it gives you a full month to just like get everything rolling. And it's it's a whole tradition that we do to keep everybody on track and kind of stay organized so that it can be a lot of fun. But at the same time, nothing's forgotten. Yeah, definitely. So as moms, and as you will learn, your gift getting will decrease, you know, but which is fine. We all want that. But my sister and I, a couple years ago, started the tradition when we got together is we're like, okay, do we want to do that whole draw a spouse or whatever? We're like, you know what? Skip that. Our husbands really don't. 
care. I'm going to be honest. Right. Like, Kyle, like, he wants his Ohio State shirt, but, like, he really rather just pick it out. Like, mm. he, he he's definitely a gift giver, for sure. Like, buying our kids crap all the time. But as far as that, it's not that big a deal. So we're like, all right. So what we did is we set a budget, and we just bought for each other. And then we had wine night. The kids went to bed, and we sat around, and we just opened our presents from each other. Now, we set our budget a little bit bigger, but then we also went for multiple things. We didn't go for quality, quantity over quality, like, totally. But, I mean, we got, like, a wine tumbler, um, new lip gloss, mascara, earrings, trink, you know, things. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they were smaller things, but we enjoy as women just getting those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the most fun, like, little evenings of, like, if my sister-in-law was in town, too, the three of us did it last year because we were in Gatlinburg. Um, but it was just a mom's fun little yeah. wine night. So, That's super fun. Yeah. so And I think that kind of brings up how to handle it in the workplace or with friend groups. And I think it's kind of just... It's all about, like you said, kind of quality over over quantity. I don't need to buy for all 12 of my friends, right? But maybe we get together and have a, a Friendsgiving or a Friends Christmas, and we do like a white elephant party where you just you know, have the fun playing all the little games and whatever else. You know, just drink about it, laugh about it, have a really good time, and then everybody's only required to bring one small gift. Yeah. And the whole idea is just to have fun instead of, you know, oh, what did they get me? What did they get me? Definitely. Um, And also, like, for me and my kids, too, like, I have been thinking now that they're getting older. I mean, they're three and four, so they're not, like, super old. (laughs) How does that feel right now? Like, my kids are getting older. Well, but they're understanding more, you know? Like, they're understanding, like, Reese will go to school and, like, they talk now, like, with their friends. And we have our moms are like, oh, did you hear? (laughs) Are you doing that? Because your daughter told you you were doing that. (laughs) So I'm now having, like, conscious effort of, like, as much as we give our kids and they love presents, it's like making sure they understand that we're very lucky and to be in the spot that we are. Mm-hmm. So finding opportunity to give back. So I know this year we, um, I plan on like adopting a, a kid and having my kids again go shop for somebody else that's in need. Mm-hmm. The um, charity adopt mm-hmm. a kid, like the, the yeah, program. Pick a, pick, that... a tree, pick a kid off a tree at church or mm-hmm. Salvation Army, I think, does it. There's so many places mm-hmm. that does that. So... I don't know. Is there any place that, like, you can volunteer? Oh, like, I'm sure that there is. If you know some place that you can volunteer and give back to other kids who don't who don't have as large of a Christmas, you know, I know that um, the Marine Corps does Toys for Tots, and so mm-hmm. that would be a, a good donation mm-hmm. opportunity. And then they host this big event at the end of the year. Um, but I we we we've covered a lot of ground so far, and I think just leading right back to the the anxious side of things. Take right now, as you're listening to this podcast, to just try and plan ahead. And when I say plan ahead, kind of work backwards. So Christmas, and then Christmas Eve, what are you doing? And then work your weeks back from there to try and fit these activities in. Because you could kind of get lost in doing like the yes days and and the family events and the friends events. And then like one-on-one time with your kid. This is a very stressful time for a lot of parents. But if you try your best to plan ahead, you will be able to fit these activities in. And it'll feel a little bit more fulfilling with that plan in place. And you're also okay to say no. Like, this goes back to the work-life balance of, you know, hey, do you want to do... No, I can't. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Just too much on my plate right now. I would love to, but no, sorry. Yeah. Um, And remember, your kids are not going to remember, or people are not going to remember the present they got. They're going to remember the time they had with you. So... Definitely. 
Don't and another kind of tradition that my family has, you know, everybody's got all the different sides and whatever else. The Christmas doesn't stop on Christmas Day for my family because actually fitting all the families in at Christmas time was extremely difficult for everybody. Mm-hmm. So realistically, my family all couldn't get off of work until the middle of January anyway. So we wouldn't have our Christmas until the middle of January. And it worked out really well every single year. It's less stressful. We can all come together and you do have a little bit more time. I know that's a huge battle, especially when you start getting married and having kids and then there's grandkids. And let's say in the world of today of, you know, divorces and things, Mm -hmm. you know, my family never does Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. Um, We celebrate when we see each other. Um, Kyle's family, we're going to do, we're going to go to North Carolina for Thanksgiving. So, you know, but like you said, pick a day. It can be yeah, middle of December and January or whatever, but don't get stuck on the 25th day is the only day you can celebrate Christmas. Like Definitely. that's not it. So, and the, the day is just as special as you make it, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Christmas morning, we have blocked out for our private family time, our household, and then it goes from there, you know, mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve, we do X and everybody has their own little tradition and the whole family is trying to work together to the best that they can to fit everybody in because holidays are such a special time, even though they're extremely stressful. Again, things are only as special as you make them. And enjoy the moment with your kids. Don't worry about the dishes in the sink, which that'll be me because I'm always totally me up. I mean, you know, but <laughs> just try to enjoy it because it's fun. Like your kids, that's one of the best holidays. It's one of my favorite holidays, but I know it can Definitely. be very stressful. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll check back with everybody and you can tell us how your holidays went. Yeah. I do want to mention uh, one other thing about December babies. So if you've got a family member or a friend who has a December baby, let me tell you the struggle. And it's just, everybody's always asking like, what am I supposed to get your kid? Or do I get your kid like one thing or two things? A, I personally want my kid's birthday to be completely separate from Christmas. I don't want them to be the same. I don't want him to feel like he skipped over. Everybody else gets a special day. I make my birthday special because I'm special. Mine's so, a whole month. So. Exactly. So he should get the same treatment with that. And the, the way to do that is just completely differentiating on what happens on birthdays versus what happens on Christmas. And even if the family member is not able to afford gifts for both days, that's not the point. The point is we're going to have a party. For him for his birthday and then we're going to celebrate christmas separately and then if you do plan on gifting twice then you would just a ask the mom what she's looking for and then b think about what the kid would need now and then also think about how he's not going to have a birthday until next christmas so how is he going to grow and develop and what other seasons is he going to go through mm-hmm. the rest of the year so for instance for his birthday i want toys for today and for Christmas, I want toys for the summertime. So get me a water table and a slide and, you know, those kinds of things. Of course, after you accrue those things over time, it's whatever. But it also includes Zoom memberships and that kind mm-hmm. of thing that we can do throughout the year as he grows. Definitely. And I think you mentioned it, it is a little bit more important in like the first and second years when they're really developing very quickly and changing a lot. But ultimately, the same precedent applies. Definitely. Have you ever thought about like the birthday in July? kind of thing I have and then I just I don't know it maybe as time goes on and maybe like as more friends and kids come around like that'll probably be the idea that we go for at least once or twice to try it out 
Well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a half birthday, but I mean, they get two days then. Yeah, totally. Not, not like, do, you don't take away the birthday. Just add in a just little like half a birthday. party here and then like a family okay, cake cutting. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Totally a great idea. Yeah. Well, we hope that you guys got a lot of really good ideas out of this um, montage mm-hmm. of events and ideas and gift planning and budgeting that we've talked about today. Don't stress yourself out over it. I know it's a stressful time, but ultimately it's just about having fun and lessen your budget by about 10% this year. Do that and then see how much more fun things can get. So we have a list of great gift ideas in the description box below. If you would just want to click on those links and shop those. If you were just completely have no idea what to get anybody and nobody's telling you what to get, um, we have an Amazon list ready for you. So happy holidays. I can't believe we're saying that now. Right. (laughs) Happy holidays. Happy Mm -hmm. gift giving. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. In a phase of life where time is precious, thanks for choosing to spend your time with us. We hope you've enjoyed and laughed with us in this podcast and look forward to connecting with you in the future. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast with another mom who needs to hear it. See you next time. Bye.